0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Shay, on this Monday. And today's special guest is my girl, Shaquille Roberts, tuning in with us. What's up, Shaquille? Hey. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. It seems like it's been forever trying to lock in this interview with us. (laughs) it's been really really crazy but I do know that you're doing working as well for those who are listening my girl Shaquille is straight out of Chicago side as well from the Illinois but she is a movie film producer so what is really going on with the movies and the film producing nowadays with you
1: yeah for sure um so I am as she said uh filmmaker, writer, producer, director. And so right now, I just finished up my pilot for a TV series that I'm doing, hoping to pitch it. Um, And so we just finished up that pilot. It's called The Other Wife. And it's basically about this woman. Um, Her husband dies and she finds out that he's been married to another woman. So a lot of like secrets and lies and Scandals happen
0: after that. Yeah, it gets. Crazy. Oh my gosh. I definitely want to watch that because you know what? That goes on in everyday life, you know? So, and it's kind of crazy that you've made a film about it. You know, you just did a little, uh, short pilot about it. But what about people who are experiencing that everyday life? What if they're died or you're still dating them and they're actually dating someone else? I think the secrets that men can hold from us women. Oh my gosh, can be very detrimental. So, at the end of the day, what did it take for you to create this pilot? You know, just writing, how did you come up with just this series that you want to put out? You know, this topic of a movie.
1: Yeah, so I just, um, earlier this year, this ties into it, but earlier this year, I did a 21 day fast. Um, okay. this fast thing, trying to get closer to God. Um, so I did this fast and kind of like. Clear my mind at the end of it. Like, I quit a toxic job. Like, it was just a lot going on at that time. And so, this web series, not web series, this show pretty much um, allowed me to kind of express a lot of things that I was going through at that time. It's so many characters. We had 14 actors um, just for the pilot alone. So, it's so many storylines. and so it, I just felt like a piece of me is in each character. And you know once when I did that fast, and I got to know more about myself. I created all of these characters, just just like a part of me, whether it's a great part of me or a part of me that's not so great. I was able right. to like work that in together.
0: so which character do you really, really enjoy that feel like it's really you? Um, I think
1: that they all embody. A part of me, but the main character is Marina. Um, She is a journalist, and I Mm -hmm. was a journalist um, a few years ago. So I think just her life, I kind of identify with her emotions of like um, the way she reacts to things, the way she reacts to the betrayal, the way she reacts to the other wife. Like, it's like I identify with her so much and how. She reacts to things and how she allows her emotions to unfold. It's kind of like once you get in that mode, don't touch her.
0: Okay. Everybody stay
1: back. It's about to be a train wreck. And so I identify with that so much. So I was so glad to write that character.
0: Oh, wow. So I'm glad that you can actually take some of, you know, what are you experiencing and put it into these characters. So to actually see them kind of be yourself or relaying your story through actually television, what does that do for you?
1: Um, it was pretty therapeutic to see how each of these characters unfold. Even the men are so much like me. We have Connie; <laughs> she's a news <laughs> reporter and she's manipulative. Oh um, my gosh! She has like, and we have uh, Demarcus, which is kind of like a street hood guy, but
0: he's trying to,
1: you know, he's trying to like um, live a better life. And then we have Andre, and he's a lawyer. But he's kind of like one of them people who um, tries to do the right thing, but it just never goes right for him. And so, so many of these characters are so much like me in so many different ways.
0: Absolutely. Girl, I am excited for you. Yes. Ooh. One more for the women because you know that yes. they, okay. <laughs> they be trying to come for us. They do. They do. You know, they try to make it seem like it's women can only do limited things. You know, I've had a couple of guy producers on filmmakers as well on. My show. I don't know if you know Marcus Cuthers, but he's from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he do writes um a lot of the vulture cities or whatever. But not right. stating that he quote like you know he's only only film producing this for women, but to actually see a woman behind all the script writing and the pilot making and you know getting the character together, I'm like okay, one for the team, for the ladies. Right, <laughs> right? I'm excited to see that for you. But not only that, you know, for those who are listening. Me and Shaquille kind of got a little history because, see, I am more of a momager, as I would like to call myself, but my daughter um, actually started, you know, she was featured in one of your um, short films, yes. and so that's how me and Shaquille actually got the relationship, you know, knowing each other and building a the bond there, so even back then, like over three years ago, you was still, like, professional, you was dedicated, you still was, you know, journalism and writing then, and it's like, wow, to see you from just then to this, this moment, it's like this girl is just I'm, I'm waiting to see you up there with the tyler Perry. I'm manifesting in your life. I don't know which which um TV station is gonna pick you up, but I know it's gonna be on something Lifetime Movie Network because you write a lot of movies like that in that genre. Yeah, what do you think about Lifetime Movie Network?
1: Yeah, well, speak it. Listen, speak it. <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> do y'all hear this lady? Do y'all hear her? <laughs>
0: All right. So we're gonna definitely get into it because um right now I'm sharing a photo of you and it's just say boss lady of TOW. What does what is TOW?
1: TOW stands for the other wife. So that's how we shortened it. That's the name of the show.
0: The abbreviation. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so what is the name for your movie film producing?
1: Uh for the current one.
0: Yes. No, like just period. For you know, like um for all of them. Oh, for all of that.
1: my productions. Yes. So the name of my production company is Pink Studios. That's P Y N C Studios. Um yeah. How
0: That's did you come up opinion? with that? <laughs> how did you come up with Shaquille P Y Pink? Like how did how do you get that from that?
1: <laughs> well, originally um I wanted it to be like the color pink, just because I like the color. I think that it's just so fun. Um <laughs> But I just kind of wanted to put, like, a nice spin on it. Um, okay. And I came up with PYNC. It's really productions you need to see if you kind of, oh, like, dear. break it up. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's how I came up with it. And, and it started off as Pink Productions.
0: Okay. And And
1: um, the guy who was designing my logo, he was like, OK, is it Pink Productions or is it Pink Studios? And I was like, okay.
0: Studios.
1: I like that. It's big. You know, so I was like, Studios, for sure. OK.
0: OK, definitely. So what was going on with Shaquille before you even got into like, you know, the the film writing and even the journalism that I did hear you mention about what was going on in your life before all this came about?
1: Um, Originally, as a kid, you know, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I grew up in Inglewood. Of,
0: okay, hood
1: of, hood so you hood. got some hood to you. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I grew up in Inglewood, um, and so I was I was always a writer as a child. I always wrote like little books and things like that, and I, I won, won different writing contests and stuff like that. So okay. I've always been a writer and a creative. And I was a journalist for five years with True Star Magazine and also with the Tribune. Um, okay. And oh. so coming into college I was like okay I know journalism already what's something that I haven't explored yet and okay. so I was like film writing scripts like let's try that and so I, that's what I went to school for film I never thought I'd be a director. I always okay. said I would never be a producer. I was like, no matter what in this world, I would never be a producer. And so as we can see, God has a plan.
0: Yes. And I'm glad it's working out for you because you know sometimes it'd be like that. You know, as the saying say, you found your niche in life. So yes. I just feel like you know, that's that's your calling. So you're gonna you're gonna excel in whatever you're comfortable in, especially if it's your passion for it. But like you said, you was willing to explore something else you don't want to just kind of get stuck with hey you know my strength is here i'm really good at this i'm just gonna stay there you never know go out branch off into something else and that might really be your calling and you could just take that other thing and just add it to it so you got like tools up under your belt yeah oh, look at you you're making this <laughs> good for the women out there okay but you know it does takes a lot of self control it does take time consistency so how do you keep yourself focused and grounded by you know just trying to balance out everything
1: um honestly i really think it's my relationship with god i feel like god keeps me going so much because it's so many times where i want to quit and i want to give up and i just feel this Mm -hmm. thing in my stomach like you can't you can't quit you can't give up you can't like you have so many stories to tell um and i just it's just that feeling that you just can't ignore you're like I don't want to do this. I don't want to write this script right now. Like I'm yeah. frustrated or I don't want to send out this email right now. And it's just that thing that keeps pulling on you. Like this is, this is where you thrive at. If I feel yeah. that anything else, anything else in life, being creative and telling my stories is something that I thrive in.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you are doing an amazing job yeah. with that. So over the time, since you have been, um, just working with people, you know, just doing these pilots and things like that. What, what would you say would be the most fun thing for you that you are when, when working with these people or, you know, creating these pilots?
1: Yeah, I think the most rewarding part about it is seeing it when it's all done. Um, Because I'm not going to lie, filmmaking is stressful. You know I bet. it is tiring, but a lot of times when I'm on set, especially with this pilot, being on mm-hmm. set and seeing my actors nail the performance
0: for the characters, the way that right. I see it in my
1: head or better. I'm like, oh my <laughs> goodness, like we're really <laughs> pulling this off. We're really doing this. Um, so I think that's the most rewarding part is seeing how so many people on set play a different role and everybody's doing their job and we're all doing well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. So what has been one of the most um, productive films or pilots that you have written to where it has actually landed onto maybe a Netflix or any type of other streaming platform for you?
1: So the most successful film that I had thus far has been Let Go. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is the one with your daughter in it yeah let go did really really well in the film festivals which was so crazy because um you know film festivals are not easy to get into okay um and i think let go got into like six or seven. Um one of them being the Chicago Southside Film Festival. So Let Go did really, really well. Um, we also won for best writing um in the top um the top indie film awards. We also okay. won uh well we got nominated for bet uh best actor and that okay. one as well. So that one won awards. We got screenings and all types of things. So I think that one was the most rewarding.
0: So because Let Go was a short film, are you thinking now to just make it out a whole complete movie or to keep going with it? Because now you've seen how many rewards you got, how much feedback you got and who wants it and who likes it. I would like to see way more. But like, how does that go? Do you have to go back, get those same characters? I mean, what would be the next step for that if there was something you were interested in doing?
1: So I would absolutely be open to making Let Go, a feature film. Um, I was not expecting it to get the response that it did. Um, and okay. so many people called me when it premiered in the Southside Film Festival. So many people called me. It was like I cried my eyes out. <laughs> like I felt so much. Like it was so many people. It was an overflow of love. Like so many people Aww. loved that film. I did not know that it was as powerful as it was. I um, know. I so I would definitely be open to making it a feature film. I would actually just. Um, reshoot the entire thing on a larger scale. I didn't, I honestly, I didn't know. You know, sometimes you when know you're what? in it, you don't
0: know. That's cool because I can just imagine the overwhelm of the joy you was feeling like when people was coming. You're like, what for me? So this feels that yeah. one. And you know, sometimes it could be like those things that you will rush or you don't really care too much energy about, those be the things that really will take yeah. you apart. Even like with a picture, you ever had that happen to you? You like, you know what? I don't want to look like, or nobody's going to see this and then this, everybody sees this picture. And you like, damn, I could have yes. did a little bit better. Yes. yes, so I'm glad that what, what you did put into the work It did come out Actually speaking on that movie It took a, quite a few days Traveling expenses yes. We were hungry yes. Yes. <laughs> We went through a yes. lot But I definitely really appreciate you even taking the time out And you know, giving my daughter such an opportunity But you know, just to kind of switch gears a little bit here um, When it does come down to the diaphragm of the adults and the children Which one do you prefer really working with more?
1: Um, I would say, honestly, your daughter, I always say she hands down to this day, is the best actress I've worked with thus far. Are you serious? She was serious. She was trained. She asked for feedback. She took direction well. I was like, girl, we can just clone you like on set would be so easy and so smooth she added her own little flavor to it okay she she was working she was really working it so um her and the other actress they just they just did a great job honestly it seems like it's hard working with children but these industry children when they actually have a parent that cares about Their image and cares about Mm -hmm. their dream, and it's really helping them and walking them through the process and really training them, it makes it so much easier. So, honestly, I would work with. (laughs)
0: is a must especially when you you know your children are going out here into the different you know this world and they're dealing with different type of personalities or on a professional level you always coach your child like hey look i'm here but at the end of the day this is like your job so if she Mm -hmm. say you're fired i can't say hey you got to give a share her job back so you have to you know instill that into them children and let them know like hey you know you go your first impression is going to always be remember. I don't care if you think you can make it up 10 times, mm. but you just go keep God for it. So like you just said, it's always good for a child to have a parent there, but even for you not to be a child and you're an adult, you know, you're adulting now. Do you still have mm. your parents there to um, support you? How is the support going on your end as far as with, like family or even coming from the Inglewood community?
1: Yeah, my family is super supportive. Yeah. You know, they call me Tiffany Perry, Tina Perry, like everything Perry. I'm like, no. I'm not. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's supposed to be on own. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, my family. They're super. You know, supportive, and um, you know, they come out to the shows, or you know, they'll buy a ticket, or things like that. I really do have people in my corner that's like, you have to do this. Even when I'm like, I give up, I quit. I don't want to do this no more. I'm going back to school. I'm going to be a nurse. Like it's too hard. And they're just like, no,
0: you Um, have come
1: so far.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So like you just said, you know, you think about giving up all the time, you know, it, it, things can overwhelm you. You could have so much going on and you just feel like, Everything is not connecting the dots the way you want it to go. But at the end of the day, what is the drive about you that just say, hey, I got to keep going? Not because you do have the support, but for yourself. You know, you're an individual, you're a CEO. So when you see self, what is it that drives self to say, I can't give up?
1: Yeah, you know, I just had like a little breakdown like a few okay. days ago. I was just like, man, I'm just tired. Like, I just don't feel like doing this, especially like being the writer, being the director, being the producer, like you Mm -hmm. are the person. Um, And so I was just like putting together like marketing materials and things and like working on my website and things like that. And I just seen how so much that I've accomplished, mm-hmm. and especially me being from Inglewood and me saying that this is something that I would never do to like mm-hmm. completely be walking in this path that I never thought that I would get to yeah. and then be able to see results, be able to see how great Let Go is done, be able to see yeah. how great we did with the pilot and how many people believed in a pilot and how yeah. many people donated you know to the dinner party like to be yeah. able to like physically see this stuff is 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 a lot of motivation to Absolutely. see how far you've come from like let go was film number 1 and now we just shot a pilot for a TV show so that's a huge transition especially okay. in 3
0: years Man, that's just like the Clark sister. You <laughs> right. Okay, you know, God be doing his thing. Yes. But I definitely want to ask you, how are you keeping, you know, just keep a sturdy face or just keep focused? You have so many cameras on you. Just imagine trying to take a selfie or just working one camera to having tons of camera on you and you have to look this way, that direction, you know, sound checkers. You were yelling in a minute. Quiet yes. on the set, and yes. it's like okay. <laughs> so give me a little bit more about that direction. Like, how are you doing it with all these cameras around you and all these people, girl? You are working it. Oh yes, and
1: you know, Ashara always tell me she like when I hear you say "quiet on set," I will be quiet. I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. um honestly my my biggest thing that i really value and honor on set is being prepared
0: okay being
1: very prepared and being organized now you can Mm -hmm. never ever predict what's going to happen until you get there but i can yes. still put me and my crew in a position to where we can win so that Absolutely. when something else happens that's okay because all of this is taken care of so we can sure. take care of this one thing that happen yes. so for me it's always being prepared because i know as the director and the, and the producer even though i got an 80 on set everybody's going to come to me, like, what we doing? What time uh, we're you know. Where we're going? So I need to be the one to be able to answer those questions. We're doing this at this time, then we're moving on to this. This is what time lunch is. This is what we're eating for lunch. Like, I have to be the one to know all of the answers oh my gosh. to oh these my gosh. questions because I want yeah. my crew and my team to know that, like, you have a leader. You have somebody, a captain on the ship that knows where to go. <laughs>
0: and I'm driving this boat now (laughs) you want to know some orders let me tell you how to take them but that is man that is very powerful for you very powerful for you um You know for many who don't know you Shaquille doesn't even have children so for her to say she i have a passion to even work with children or for you to even conceive that in children to where they are attentive to you you know easily to be directed it's like wow she don't even have kids so how do you know that this kid is disciplined versus a child that's not disciplined so i guess like you said you just you pretty much adapt to them and you you learn by working with them over time have you ever just worked with any adults that have just act like there were children before and just could not take direction from you, just could not get the scene together? What did yes. you do? Yes, absolutely. And I'm not going to say who. But
1: I'll say that um, this person was really hard because they were not flexible. Okay. And the hardest thing to be on set and to ask an actor to do something, and they're like, no, I'm not doing it. Especially when i'm not putting you in harm's way i'm not putting you in a a, a bad situation this is just literally something that i want to do it's and you're your like, mm, i just don't want to like Absolutely. that's hard that's really yeah. hard um and that's the one thing that i love about Shira's because i was like hey i need <laughs> you to do it like this and she got it and i remember even coming to you and i was like hey he was like, You can tell her. And I'm like, I don't want to break the little girl heart because I got whatever. But she was <laughs> completely fine with it. She took the direction, she made it her own. Um, and I think that's what makes really, really great actors when they're able to be flexible, when they're able to adapt and not just be stuck in their own ways.
0: Absolutely. You know, because it, it helps the, you know, the working process go very, very easy. And you know, a lot of people probably like she's talking about it. Shire, shire, shire. Hey, give props to my daughter. Exactly. She, she was seven and it doesn't matter if you feel like you have not seen the films so that ain't going listen slow process is better than no process okay agents is out there still reaching and looking for a shire we are just so So she's about to take off more into the houston and even if you still need her in illinois girl we can definitely hop on the plane and come back we we. gotta fly her back out here (laughs) we We, we chase all paper we we chase all paper you know we chase all legal paper, especially when it's like that but see again you know with her being at the time, she was like seven, eight. Shira's now at 11. So she have a little history with it. But yes. even with her, sometimes she'll just be like, hey, I don't want to just keep doing the background role. Now I'm ready to do speaking. I'm ready to get me more out there. Now I have to tell Ashira, like, hey, you know what? Only you can identify who you are in the next role or what character, who you are. You got to speak up for yourself. So like you just saying, you you came to me, but you wanted me to deliver a message that you have for her. But I have to teach her, what if you're getting told good news or bad news? Mm-hmm. You must take this criticism and go with it this direction. You know, you have to take it. You know, a lot of adults now that we are trying to start business or we might have situations going on and we always looking for someone to try to kind of break the news to us, you know, in some type of way that it don't hurt our feelings. Hey, just be blunt with me. Let me know mm-hmm. what it is that I need to do, you know, so that you can have an easy day and I can have an easy day as well. Unfortunately, everyone don't think that way. But then I did also hear you speaking about marketing. So what are you what is your approach for marketing and, you know, your budget and when you are coming down with writing these films, these short movies or, you know, just film producing overall, what is the approach to it in the budget?
1: Yeah, so really, a lot of times I'm like paying so much stuff out of pocket, and I thank God on the pilot that I got so many people that was willing to work with me, like locations that was like, Yeah, you can go ahead as long as you guys clean up, type of thing. There was some locations that was like, We need that coin, um, and so I had to like finagle some things to get it done, but we got it done.
0: Um, So a lot of
1: times it is just like networking, talking Mm -hmm. to different people um, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And then just on the marketing side, um, I I have a marketing background working in corporate. Um, I worked in marketing for three years and then four years, actually, because I worked at another position as well. So. I've done marketing for other companies. And so I've just now gotten around to actually doing marketing for Pink Studios, because okay. we have to start putting these things out here. I've been sitting on so much work and so many things that I need to start putting out here. So I just started like working with the marketing, because I have four movies. I have four movies. Okay. And okay. then I have this pilot that I need to put out here.
0: Oh, wow. So what is going on for the Pink Productions as far as like the next six months or even in 2022? What can we expect for like more film festivals? Are you going to land more, you know, networks when it comes down to it? What is going on with it?
1: Yeah. So right now I'm finishing up the show Bible for um The Other Wife, the series, because I do. That's one of the things that I do want to pitch. I do want a network to pick it up. And so I have been working diligently on my show Bible because I don't want to show nobody crap. Like, it's going to be clean, professional, Mm -hmm. well thought out, well planned. And so right now I'm working on the show Bible, just finishing up the seasons for that. Um, And then also, like, I'm ready to get back on set. I don't know what COVID (laughs) is doing. I'm trying to hold off on my you know, bug of, like, wanting to be on set. I'm just hoping that, you know, we get to a a safer place with COVID so that we're able to get back on set.
0: So what was your protocols working through COVID, you know, when you were, like, uh, shooting a pilot um, or the little short films? Like you said, you did just recently have something that was out into the film festival. So what protocols or, you know, necessary steps were you taking to just uh, practice safety or, you know, sanitizing? For your your um girl, I couldn't even get it out. For your characters that you are got into the pilot, what was you know the protocols for safety then?
1: Yeah, so luckily, thank God for us, when the numbers started to drop, that that little period we had where they were like, you don't have to wear the mask anymore, okay. we're in the clear. That okay. small little period, thank God we were able to shoot. Um, and so yeah, we did without the mask? the mask. Yes. Okay. Okay. We did use masks, um, except when we were actually filming. Okay. So people had to wear masks, we had to do hand sanitizer. Um, we couldn't social distance, Uh, unfortunate. Um, but thank God, I mean, we a month out and everybody's still alive and I haven't heard anything about COVID. We did have um one of our characters, she was in Costa Rica for a while. And so when she came back, we had to get, she had got, she was already vaccinated, but she had to get a a COVID test. And then the day before filming again, she got another COVID test.
0: Okay, so the protocols was you're going to do COVID testing. We're going to wear the mask. We're going to have hand hand sanitizer. We're going to get distance from each other. Okay. Okay. So now I also heard you when it come down to it. Cause you like me and I'll be doing a networking and this, that, and X, Y, Z. So how is it? Because networking can be very hard, especially for someone who doesn't know you. And it's like, Hey, I'm reaching out to you and I would like to see if you will audition or you are putting out open casting calls. How is the networking going for you? You know, just being local. How do you do the networking?
1: You know, networking has been good. Um, I feel like it needs to be better. And I was just talking to another one of my filmmaker friends and letting her know that, you know, the indie film community is a little clickish. Okay. Very clicky in Chicago. And so a lot of people, of course, they have their crew and they stick Mm -hmm. to their crew. crew. I have yet to have the same crew. Out of four (laughs) movies, I have had four Four different crews. Why? Because that's networking. That's getting people on my set, getting new people yep. on my set. I'm yep. not just filming with my eight friends. Like these yep. are, I do put so many people on my set that I don't know, that I've never worked with, um, because I think that's so important. So I'm trying to break this community of click in okay. Chicago where Absolutely. it's like independent filmmakers are all in their box and it's like we're yep. making a film. I got eight friends. We're all yep. going to make it together. It's like, you know, you have to get
0: those other people in. Man, because there's so many underrated people out here and people who are, you know, just as good as your eight friends, but it is yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is, it is. And I have I've learned that, you know, just over the time, taking a Shira to her sets and being on the film with her. And, and then it's like, okay, well, you know, I guess they just feel like I'm going to take my Take my my take everybody with me to the top. But yeah. what about those out there that is just as good who does deserve an opportunity at it? But it's like you're gonna steady just shout someone out, shadow them out because you have someone that's your friend, you know. But. Unfortunately, you can't make everyone get you know have that heart or passion to just be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take a chance with you. You come on there. cause girl, I do a lot of networking as well with the show, so I can just only imagine, especially like reaching out, trying to keep up with um availability, the times, being flexible, yes. all that does come with it. So I know you're not doing all this by yourself. What's the team behind you?
1: So um, I just a lot of times I have been doing a lot on my own but i have to give credit to my team this time around because with the other wife we had 14 characters up until then like i didn't have to deal with so many people i think i had eight characters on um the dinner party and that was only shot in two days this was shot in six days um and so we had so many characters we had rehearsals we had wardrobe and so i really did Lean on my team a lot when it came to that because I was like out making the connections and getting the money and making sure The scheduling was right and so I did lean on like my wardrobe person to reach out I did uh, Lean out lean on my assistant director to send out call sheets I did lean on my production manager to um talk to locations people and so that's really i just at this point i just put people in place like i was like you can't do it all on your own girl like you need to be on this and so i did this time around i put people in place i had a set designer um it was just so many people that that helped me out this time around with that pilot that's why i was so successful because i didn't have to worry about as much as i did on these other sets
0: absolutely. So with over you learning, you know, over time, you done the journalism, you writing, you learn, you, you you even worked and had experience with the marketing. So now that you have put all this together, you came up with a plan, you got a division, you know where you're going. Do you ever just get sidetracked to where like now someone needs you to do some filming for them? And it's like, oh, wow, I am a producer, but I'm also getting called to do another job. So it's like, man, you just all over the place and you just float and sharing, you know, sharing Your talent so how do it goes For you too as well when others are Calling on you to you know help them With filming or recording And producing something as well
1: Yeah I mean I always I'm like constantly Turning down opportunities and I hate it Because honestly I want to help everybody I want to be on everybody's set um, Lending my talents Because that's what I want people to do for me Um, And so And my friend had to remind me like Girl listen (laughs) you have so much going on you have so much to do um I did have like a a producer like reach out to me to direct you know one of their films and I'm producing my production manager now I'm producing you know his pilot and so I just I turn down opportunities all the time unfortunately because um, I'm I'm a one-woman show right now. Okay. Um, but once I get more of a stable team, because like I said, I work with so many people all the time. Um, okay. and but at the end of the day, Pink Studios needs its growing point. Like I need to mature this business because it's so much that needs to be done with it. I can't yeah. really lend myself to somebody else's right now.
0: Mm. Well, that's good. You have to definitely work on self. But, you know, a lot of people would do that. A lot of people would act like it's a we thing. Yeah. And feel the eye off a we. And then once they got eye together, they take away. So I definitely can understand where you're going there. I just, you know, wish the best to you. You are doing an amazing job out there. Like, it has been a hard, like, this has been the most hardest task trying to narrow down a time and a place and what can we do to get this you know, this interview going because it's like, girl, you got so much going on. But I definitely had to chop it up with my girl because I do know that not just out there, you still are an individual. You have so much going on. So besides the filmmaking, what is up with Shaquille herself?
1: Um, you you know, just continuing to self-improve. This is kind of like, yeah, just continuing to self-improve. Like I said, like, I have my moments where I'm like, OK, like, this isn't working. I got to go. <laughs> um, but I just know that I have such a huge purpose, and Absolutely. I'm all about community. I have so much passion for the independent film community in Chicago because this is where I was born and raised. You know, yeah. we all deserve the opportunity and the shot, and so yes, I've definitely been just like working on myself and being prepared because I feel like it's a lot that's about to happen okay yes. I thought I can't, it was so me. I can't be like going off on everybody and being a train wreck I have to
0: okay you know, some <laughs> control some discipline but yes. you know what it, it does that for you I think that when you find yourself or you absolutely get some type of to where you distance and you just get into the space and you like, hey, you know what, it's time to work on self. Now you be pulling out more pretensions in yourself that you didn't even know you had and you like, yeah. damn, so actually I'm loving the space I'm in right now. I love this place that I am. I have found myself, like there's nothing nobody can bring up from a past yeah. to try to, you know, hold me back and none. It's like, I don't move to a whole new state. Ain't no stagnation, exactly. you know, I will be I definitely did reach out to everyone first back at home because there's so much violence going on. And I always stretch that and explain that so much because, you know, people are negative. They'll be like, oh, you moved out of Chicago, girl. But you're talking to everybody in Chicago. First off, I'm going to do something for my hometown first, you know, period. I'm going to give back to my hometown first. And it's a lot of us out here from chicago that do have visions we do have you know business that we want to put in plan but like you said if you have everybody that's flocking into this own team that they have then how are we going to ever get somewhere you know because mm-hmm. others don't believe in us so you got to believe in yourself so yes. sometimes you got to pull from that neighborhood or from those friends that you think are going to support you and put your business in a place of strangers in in the hand of complete strangers and then see how it go from there sometimes it'd be Complete strangers that will support you, and it will be more beneficial to you than some people you've known for 20 years in your life. Yeah. So that's just where I came at when I did start the podcast. So my platform was for, you know, to reach out to all my people that's in Chicago. Hey, what you doing? Positive. What if it's a story You survived gun violence. You, you, you beating cancer. You didn't survive COVID, whatever it is. This is a voice. My platform is for the voice for you to be heard. Tell your story because you have paparazzi. You have people that's going to put their own type of expectations on your life. And when you come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Right. This is what you feel me? So you came right on here. You did everything. Like you said, I have moments that I want to break down. I have this approach. I have that going on. You know, I don't want to work with X, Y and Z. And I really appreciate you being honest like that, because everybody think that you have to get up there and just say something that just going to make the media like you. I'm not up yeah. here to just say everything to make all my viewers and listeners agree with me. Hell no. It's called Let's Be Real. You know, don't come on here if you don't know how to do that. But is this your first interview for you? Have you done any type of interviews, you know, when it comes down to the PNC production?
1: Yes. so I did do an interview uh, recently with Next TV, which um, is this black woman. um, And she's like highlighting and showcasing, you know, people of color. And so I really believe in that. Um, And so I had an interview with her, and it was great. I was just telling my friend, like, girl, listen. I I guess I got to be the spokesperson. I didn't want (laughs) to do it. I'm not used to being in front of the camera. But I was like, all right, I'll I'll be the spokesperson. But I'm used to being behind the camera. So it's like so weird for me ever being in front of the camera.
0: Oh, wow. See, you're so used to being in the back. I pulled you to the front, and it was amazing. I right was <laughs> like,
1: listen, only for you. <laughs> it was I'm amazing. am like, so used to being behind the scenes, but I really appreciate you being here. I'm super proud of you. Anytime uh-huh. anybody steps outside of their comfort zone, Absolutely. step out of what we know, especially yeah. living in Chicago. Like not being a statistic. Um, Somebody just told me like one of his friends just got shot. And I'm like, it's so much crazy things going on out here that it's like you have to fend for yourself to be able to reach your purpose. You don't want to be running from something or not. You want to thrive. So being able to step out of your comfort zone to be like, this is where I can be great at. So let me go there. A lot of people want to say and that position because it's so comfortable. It's like this is yes. all I know. Inglewood yes. is all I know. I recently yes. moved to Forest Park a year ago. Okay. Like I was in Chicago all this time. I'm like, this is all I know. Yep. You know? And so it's a huge step for you to move all the way to Houston. Yes. Um, and just take this leap of faith and be a resource for people like me who are trying to get their name out and trying to get That's
0: exposure. Really. Absolutely. Girl, I thank you because, you know, honestly, no, I ain't going to stroke my ego like that. But no, for real, though. No, I, had to, do it. I, I definitely had to go because it's for the kids. And, you know, by me being a single mom and it's not to try to bash no one because a lot of people will get it so confused. You know, a lot of people now, they want to be so well known about when you look on social media, I got all these likes. Yeah. I got my body made. I look good. I wear makeup every day. Yeah. I, you can't be me in dressing. I could beat you in revenue. You can get up here every day and put that shit okay. on. I ain't finna do that. I'm finna go run my mouth, get some money. I'm finna check up and see how my show's going, my ratings, my listening is on my podcast and my platform. I don't have time for that. I'm not in yes. competition with nobody. I'm not mad at you for getting out every day and getting dressed and doing what you do. I'm not mad at for none of you did. Hell, I want my stomach dead. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I'm just saying, honestly, in reality, because I have kids, that's what's first. So once I feel like I got my kids straight, And they good, then I'm gonna live for me. You know, like I have 11, soon to be 12 year old, and a 14 year old. It's not just about me getting money. That's selfish. I got my 11-year-old. My she's an actress. My 13-year-old, yes. who's about to be a 14, she, she just launched her brand out here. So we chasing paper right now. Okay. I ain't teaching my kids to get on Insta- on the Instagrams and pose with their deuces up. But we got to keep up. No. What we trying to keep up with is what Banks fucks with us. So I ain't worried about yeah. who don't mess with me. Chase mess with me. Wells Fargo mess okay. with me. You know, I got some real people that mess with me. I okay. know that's right. Right. So at the end of the day, I take my head out to you because, like you said, you came from Inglewood, a rough neighborhood out of Chicago, Illinois, you know, out of Illinois, period. I came from the west side of Chicago to move to Houston. So, you know, just from all these miles distance between us, we still are working you still doing what you're doing. I have to do what I'm doing. So I definitely hope that I can catch back up with you in like the next six months just to see what happened with, you know, the other woman, like what happened with the pilot. You cannot be a stranger to let's be real because you already done blessed the show. So, you know, I'm going to reach out to you again for one. But until the next time, when I do see you, I would like for you to let all of the listeners know right now, where they can you know, watch some of the streamers or the pilots or the short films that you did put out there. How can they even just reach out to you in case they do have some type of talent that they might do want to audition for you? How can anyone get into the PYNC productions?
1: Yes, yes, thank you so much. I'm so glad I get to plug our Facebook page, follow us. our name on Facebook is Pink Studios, that's P-Y-N-C Studios. And we I actually just put The Dinner Party, which was my first short film, um, it's now available online. You also can watch my documentary, which did so well across so many audiences. So definitely follow us on Facebook, and you guys will definitely be able to see The Other Wife and the trailer coming really soon. That's P-Y-N-C Studios on Facebook.
0: Absolutely, and you just heard it on Let's Be Real. Thanks, Shaquille, girl. Thank you, girl. you out there? I definitely would love to have you, but you keep on working. You keep that positivity going, girl. I'm gonna be looking for you on these Lifetime Movie Networks. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming, girl. Claim it, girl. Claim it, though. Until next time, take care. Thank you.